Hi, I'm Casey Hobbs. And I'm Shane Mason. And we're the hosts of Nurse Talk Radio. Please join us for this special edition podcast. My name's Eric, and we're here at SFO. I'm about to fly out and deploy to Houston. I hear it's, it's hot down there. I've heard that the waters are receding. Uh, they've lifted the curfew. This is a response network that is attached to the National Nurses United that deploys nurses and resources to disaster relief. I'm part of the advanced team, so we are going to find out where help is needed. First aid, immunizations, and triage. We're planning on starting at the convention center. If people want to support what we're doing, they can go to the National Nurses United website and click on the RNRN button. We have with us RN Amy Bowman. Amy's just returned from volunteering in Houston. She's a full-time RN and has volunteered with the Registered Nurse Response Network on multiple assignments. Amy, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. So you said you volunteered for many RNRN or Registered Nurse Response Network missions and now Houston. How did Houston compare to some of the other disasters you've been witness to? Well, I have. I've, I've deployed to several different assignments from like Continuing Promise. That was a coordinated effort with the United States Navy as a humanitarian effort. Then I've also gone to North Dakota, the Standing Rock Sioux Reservation with RNRN, and that was providing first aid to the water protectors that were fighting the Dakota Access Pipeline. This is the first uh, natural disaster that I have responded with RNRN, so it was quite different. We had a whole other team of challenges, such as just going in with nothing established and then trying to establish basic first aid, as well as seeing, you know, what the local resources were at that time. It definitely had a good amount of challenges. It sure did, because you didn't have anything set up. It makes it so hard. I went in as the advanced team of RNRN volunteers, and it consisted of four uh, critical care, and we had a mental health nurse. So we were from all over the United States, but only initially uh, four. And so what was the preparation prior to getting there? Well, that, thank goodness, was done through the National Nurses United and uh, Registered Nurse Response Network. They continuously look at the situation and carefully monitor uh, the path of the hurricanes and where the devastation hits most, whether it be the wind damage there in uh, Corpus Christi and Port A or the flood damage in Houston and Beaumont. So that wasn't necessarily determined by me as a nurse. We kind of went in, went to Houston initially, and so the plan was to go in and just look around and see where we were needed most. So the first place we started out as um, we went to the George R. Brown Convention Center, which the medical services um, of RNRN were not needed there because DMAT had already established a mobile hospital and pharmacy. So we then went to uh, Houston's NRG Center and we worked as triage nurses, and there we provided basic first aid and just kind of assisted. That was already established by local nurses as well as you know other national volunteers. From there, we went to Beaumont, which is in Jefferson County, and we set up a first aid clinic at the Democratic Party headquarters. So we actually established that clinic, and we went out into the community, and we did site visits at the residential care facilities and assisted living centers. We just wanted to make sure the more at-risk population that didn't have transportation or weren't able to come in and seek help were actually uh, checked on. And so how did you get from place to place? And when you went to the board and cares, to the residential care facilities, what did you find? Were they stocked? Did they have meds enough and, and supplies to last? 
Well, our NRN provides a driver, um, someone that will make sure we're safe. You know, so any of these deployments, they send uh, a staff person with the volunteers, and they are excellent about um, driving typically, so we don't have to drive in an area we're not familiar with. Good. But uh, we did. We found, uh, surprisingly, they were good. Uh, we went and we took vital signs, checked blood sugars, brought uh, toiletries and, you know, basic water and things because Meals on Wheels is not running when we right. were down there. So, you know, a lot of these people get their meals delivered from them at the assisted care facility. So since those were not delivering, we were concerned. But it was absolutely amazing. I'd say probably if I look and took away anything from this deployment, it was that the people of Texas are not only resilient, I feel like they were remarkably brave and selfless. You know, it was just unbelievable. We worked beside so many nurses that finished their, you know, extended normal shifts, extended shifts, and then they came in and volunteered. So it was pretty amazing. They had been working like that since uh, the wake of Harvey hit down. So it was pretty remarkable. So I'm just curious, as a mental health person myself, you said that you brought a mental health nurse with you. Was that mainly to triage and try to find the people that really needed to be at some higher level of care or just counseling around the disaster and the loss and all of that? I think both. Um, R&R is excellent about going in and you know they make sure, you know, they look at the needs and they kind of anticipate the needs of, of the situation. And then it in that situation, we knew there was going to be you know, counseling needed as well as looking at these people to see if they could be with the general population yeah. in the shelters. Because, you, yeah. you know, you don't want to put a high-level you know, schizophrenic patient in with right, a bunch right. of you know, healthy, displaced individuals. It's already a very stressful situation. Yeah, yeah. So it was great. Um, Sandra was able to talk to people. We kind of you know, really worked together as a team with our different strengths and then helped place people in the most appropriate place for them, whether it be a different assisted living out of the area or in a more basic area with nurses that were available to provide care. I want to say how fantastic nurses are as a group, that in any kind of a disaster, as you said, first, we have nurses like yourself who will leave their job and go to an area of need and do that work. And then the people in that area, after working their assigned shifts, will go out and help their fellow sisters and brothers in their community. It's fantastic. So what was the most moving thing that you saw in your time in, in Texas? Well, you know, I, I'd say the most moving thing I saw is the resiliency. You know, everybody lost everything. You know, the yes. nurses lost things, the, the physicians lost their homes, different people. And yet they were still there working in clinics. I mean, it was easy for me. My home is, is all together. I was able to hop on a plane and go out and help. And then I go home to normalcy. You know, yes. they didn't. They were getting off work from these shifts and then going to work in a clinic when their homes were in shambles. You know, they don't know what's going to happen yet after this to their homes, but they didn't care. They set that aside and went in and volunteered. You know, we had over 2,000 volunteers when we put out the email, or RNRN put out the volunteer asking for people to go to Texas and Louisiana. They had 2,000 registered nurses wow. sign up and say, I want to go. So at rnresponsenetwork.org, you can sign up and go, and you will not be the same after you volunteer. That's, That's great. fantastic. Thank you so much for your time. We appreciate Thank it. Thank you. For more information, you can visit nnu.org or rnrn.org.